It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Locked Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lane McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Lane, what is going on, sir? Not much. It's uh, it's a little bit overcast. It's a little bit uh, dour outside. It's a little bit uh, droopy, and it's all because uh, we're not watching uh, defensive backs on the field in Indy right now. Oh, we're not uh, watching people test and uh, do all the stuff. We're not hearing the stories out of St. Elmo's in uh, Indianapolis. We're just uh, we're kind of sitting here waiting for the draft to happen and and just you know sifting through whatever information we get. Uh, to, to try to you know get some good football information but but you know we're moving forward it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's us surviving this the best way we can and 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 if it's just the combine that we have to deal deal with losing this year uh, I think we'll all survive so what we're going to do today Landon I know no combine but we do have pro days coming up yes on Friday yeah. is the first uh big pro day we have Kansas's pro day uh, Puka Williams, shout out. Day three, you're running back. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about what numbers matter in terms of testing because if you go on Twitter over the next two months, you're going to see a ton of 40-yard dash times, three cones, all, all of these numbers out there. And if you aren't familiar with what they are or how to use them properly, that's what today's show is. We're going to go position by position, the number that matters the most for each position group. Landon, let's start with quarterbacks, probably the one position in which the testing numbers and the athletic numbers don't matter all that much. But is is there one number that you like to pay attention to when it comes to quarterbacks, you know, doing these athletic drills? You know, I think you can get, you know, there's not a lot, you know, honestly, the athletic testing with, with quarterbacks is, you know, it's, it's not as useful just because the, the skill set and what they're required to do and, and is really a lot between their ears. And, and a lot of it's just, you know, not, not easily quantifiably athletically, you know, so it's, I think you can get a look at uh, uh, the three cone drills and you can try to extrapolate that out as to whether that person has good pocket presence or, you sure. know, you could look at the 40 times and, and see, you know, oh, okay, this guy has a good 10 yard split and maybe he can run a little bit. But I think ultimately you're, you're not, you're certainly, if you're basing your, your picks solely on, on combine testing quarterback is the position you're probably going to do the worst at, you know, I will will say though, I've, I've changed my opinion a little bit on this in recent years. It's not, I'm not drafting a guy because they're going to run in the four fives, but I'm starting just to cross off guys that run in the five O's. I just, sure. If you don't have the athleticism to make any plays in the pocket and your name isn't 
Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, you're probably going to struggle, right? We've seen a lot of quarterbacks over recent years with this. I think Dwayne Haskins is a really good example, right? He's pretty good in the pocket in terms of passing, but if there's any kind of pressure, just didn't have the the mobility to get outside and make plays. So it's not – you don't have to run a blazing 40, but I think I'm at the point now, Lynn, I'm just not going to draft slow quarterbacks. I'm just done. And I think that brings us to a good part of our conversation on the, you know, the the way that we consume these numbers, right? Some of them are thresholds, right? Yes. Some of them are, I need you to at least get this minimum level. And then after that, I don't really care, you know, how good or bad you are at this, at, at this hit the specific drill. Yes. You just need to hit the specific threshold to make sure that you're, you're meeting the minimum requirements in order to play in the NFL. And I think with the quarterbacks and a lot of these positions, honestly, especially skill positions where there is a lot of, skill involved you know actually earned a technique uh, i think a lot of them it's just about checking boxes making sure yes. that they uh, are meeting minimum requirements and quarterback i think is one of those as well uh, you know I, th- I i'm just gonna mention it it's not so much my uh my standard but i do think that there is some value to it uh despite <laughs> a, a, quite a bit of backlash Quarterback hand size, you know, sure, I, I don't sure. think it's absolutely irrelevant. Uh, I think that there is something to measuring these the, the hand size just to kind of get an idea of how well a quarterback is able to throw from multiple different platforms, how able they're uh, well they're able to hold on to the football when that's there's the big a one for me. Hand slash around. Like yeah. In the rain, right? These yep. big quarterbacks that can hold the ball in the rain or uh, they can do the big play action, you know, throws yep. by themselves or pump fakes and all that kind of stuff. I, I think that's where it does have value. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and move on to a different position. How about my favorite position, running backs? Uh, what's the, the threshold you're looking for here? Yeah, I think with running backs, it's it's a lot about their style, and that kind of to me dictates yes. uh, what what I'm looking for. You know, I think forty yard dash is obviously one that gets that gets measured a lot, and then it, the sub of that uh, ten yard split. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that there's also a value with with running backs in their twenties, uh, because the twenty yard split, because I think it shows kind of that 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 next gear, and and that's. Running back specifically, once they get to the second level, you want to see how they're – are they accelerating to get to that that third gear to get mm-hmm. past uh, the second level of linebackers and past the secondary. So I think those are valuable. Um, you know, I, I think – I think there's something to uh, some of the more explosion drills, right? Like the uh, the, the broad, broad jump and the vertical. yeah. Yep. I, I think that those show you a little bit of of kind of the the short area explosive explosiveness that the running backs have. And and again, this is all seen through the context of of the playing style of the, of the running back themselves. Yeah. You're yeah. really just kind of confirming, okay, this guy is a power explosive back. I really just need him to run like a four five five, right? Or you know, because I, I know what kind of back he is. He's a difficult to tackle guy okay this is a this is a change of pace guy who's going to be receiving back i need speed so i kind of want to confirm that this guy is really running at a, a, a 40 time that is uh you know that that it looks like it fits with the the game tape that you see right. when you watch right. him on film so that's really kind of where i'm at with running backs yeah I, i'm with you i, I like to you look at the weight adjusted times right because yeah. if a guy is running if you have two running backs and they're both running four five oh the one that's doing it at 240 pounds is significantly more impressive than the guy doing it at 195 pounds right yep. so if you're one of these scat backs as you mentioned and you're 195 pounds I expect you to run in the you know four fours or the upper four fours, and if you're 230 pounds and you run in the four six, but you play really physical and you're a violent between the tackle runner, 
I really don't care. It's not that big of a deal. So it all yep. depends on your weight and your playing style. I agree. What about wide receiver, Landon? Because this is a really interesting one, and I've actually changed my thoughts quite a bit on this one over the last couple of years. But what numbers are you looking for at wide receiver? I think wide receiver is a lot is similar to, to running back for me in the sense that uh, you know it's kind of viewed through the, their game, right? Like I think forty times are important. I think you know ten yard splits are important. Uh, twenty the twenties are important. Vertical is important, if, especially if you want to know exactly how this player is going to perform down the field be in the vertical game if they have to get up. Uh, you know, and again that that is all seen through the lens of 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 you know, what kind of wide receiver they are. Is it a Des Bryant type that you're going to be throwing back shoulders to and, and jump balls to mm-hmm. you're going to want to get a vertical jump on that guy. Is this a guy that is supposed to be a, a, a catch and uh, run type player that you're just trying to get the ball in his hands, like a tutu Atwell or, or someone like that with some speed that you're just sure. trying to get the ball and, and, and yak it up. Those guys, you probably are more concerned about, you know, their their 40 times, their speeds. Uh, and, and then for other guys who, you know, you see a silky smooth route runners who you see them separate on tape against uh, cornerbacks. A lot of it, I'm looking at those guys with more of a, a threshold eye, right? Like more of a, okay, I've seen this guy separate against top cornerbacks in college football. That's pretty good evidence that he can do what it's necessary to get open uh, at the next level. Now I need to confirm that this guy has the requisite speed, the minimum requisite speed to survive in the NFL, uh, even if speed isn't a large part of their game. I agree. I, to me, it's all about thresholds, right? I can live with a receiver running a four-five-five. It's not that big of a deal for me anymore because we've seen in the NFL – athleticism great athleticism doesn't translate to great production as long as you're not a bad athlete i'm fine and again it's obviously going to depend on styles if you have a 180 pound receiver and he's running in the four five fives i'll be a little bit concerned and it matters with how they win as you mentioned but to me as long as you're hitting those thresholds and there's not one glaring number that's you know just awful I, I'm fine. I don't. I don't really care too much about wide receiver testing. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, What about offensive line? Because I do think this is one of the more indicative ones. And to me, I'll go ahead and start. It's the 20-yard shuttle. The 20-yard shuttle. Yeah, Yeah. because what that 20-yard shuttle shows is your quick movement skills. And for offensive linemen, you have to be able to mirror. And I think we've seen time in and time out over the last decade, the guys that post 
really good 20-yard shuttles end up becoming the best offensive lineman in the NFL because they can stay in front of their defenders. So that's a number that I'm looking at. Typically, you want what those to be in the 4-2 the range, I believe, Landon? I think that sounds right. Yeah, four two, four threes. Uh, you know, I, I think for me, it's this is just indicative of where offensive linemen are nowadays in the NFL. They have to face the best athletes on the field usually in the, in the defensive linemen, and and it's and the other thing about it too is that it's such a wide variety of of athletes too at the defensive line position. So mm. uh, you clearly, as an offensive lineman, you know there's a type you you have you probably need to be above six two. I mean, depending on what what off what position you're playing. Right. Yes, Especially on yes. the outside, you should probably be above six, four uh, and you should probably be above 300 pounds. Or, you know, if you're not 290 pounds, if you're 290 pounds, you better be an incredible athlete. But I yeah. think the 20 yard yeah. shuttle shows you uh, w- when you have those kind of bodies out there running. It shows you which one of those guys can really move, which one can really change directions, which one can lower their hips, have the flexibility to kind of shift all that weight and use it to kind of get back and forth. You know, outside of that, uh, I think, you know, people will talk about arm length. Uh, people talk about hand size. I, I, think, I think they're overrated for sure. I think it's it's good information to know exactly, uh, again, through the context of, of how they play, right? Like if, yeah. if, if they're trying to win with, with long arms and locking out and they have bad length, uh, length that's not going to make it in the NFL, that would be a red flag for me, right? Like, cause I don't think he's going to be able to win that way in the NFL. Now I'm not just going to totally eliminate a guy who I see dominating on the college level just because he does, he has 32 and three quarters inch arms, you know? So right, right, uh, right. I, I, and beyond the fact that there's the, a large margin of error, especially this year with those measure, those kind of measurements. Uh, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's a lot about what you see, them do on tape and and how do those numbers promote your faith that they will be able to do that same thing in the NFL do you know what we don't care about Landon is bench press in 40 time right nope doesn't matter to me at all because bench press is not a measure in the way that the NFL does it at 225 a measure of how strong a player is no it's how well their stamina stamina is right and sometimes how sure your arms are yeah, right? and technique. I mean, you know, really all it tells you is 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 this guy in the weight room a lot. And yeah. and, and 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 all these guys should be in the weight room a lot. So but, that's but not really super us, pertinent information, really. But it doesn't tell us which players have functional strength because you no. can have weight room strength, and that's great. I mean, obviously we want to see high numbers, but it doesn't always translate to the field of being a dominating blocker. And uh vice versa, if a guy has, you know, if he's only putting up 17 reps. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's not a dominating blocker on the field. So that's why you can kind of throw out that bench press number. It really doesn't mean a lot. And same goes to 40. It's really cool to see these guys running sub 540 yard dashes because it just reminds us how big of freaks of nature they are. But it doesn't really translate to NFL success. They're almost never going to be running uh, 40 yards unless it's an absolute highlight of their career or absolute low light of their career. Yes, yes. If they're chasing an interception back, that's the only time they're going to be doing it. But, uh, shout, shout out to Larry Allen, by the shout way. Shout out to Larry Allen. We always have to bring him up. Uh, how about the defensive line? And I think these might differ a little bit for edge rushers. Typically, we're looking for, on the edge, we're looking for the three cone, right? The guys that can bend. Yep. Uh, the 10-yard split is incredibly important. What about for defensive tackles? Uh, what are we looking there? 
You know, I I still like the ten yard split a lot. I, I think you know we talk about uh you you mentioned it before weight adjusted speed. I think that's an important thing for burst, especially when you're talking about how uh, large they are. I, I am more uh, uh, fascinated by uh, measurements, athletic measurements on the defensive side of the ball than I am on the offensive side. I of the would ball. agree. Yes, because I mean you're I think more reactionary, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. You're you're yeah. way more reliant on your athleticism, and I think that I mean I don't have a study here, and I, and I'm just speaking off of off the cuff, but I would assume that if you did a study, that athleticism is much more related to production on the defensive side of the ball yeah. than it is on the offensive side of the ball, because the skill set that is required to play on the offensive side of the ball can make up for a lot of the athletic and problems and like you mentioned defense is so much more reactive so uh i think for defensive tackles you know uh, <laughs> defensive tackle is such a difficult position because it, there's been so many guys over the years that have gone to the nfl combine and just put on a show and and just like showed athleticism in the combine that is salivating for GMs. Mm-hmm. These guys get drafted and they're not, you know, they 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 work out like Tarzan, but, but play like Jane, you know. And and I think that that's uh, you've seen that over and over again. That athleticism at the defensive tackle position, though good to have if you have a good player is not the defining factor of what makes you a good defensive tackle. No, that, you're correct. It does not make you a good defensive tackle. But I will say this, Landon, almost all of the good defensive tackles in the NFL do have that elite athleticism. And sure. th- it, that's one of the things we are seeing, whether it's Aaron Donald, whether it's Fletcher Cox or Gerald McCoy or Geno Atkins. Uh, I, I can think of a million of these guys that just tested phenomenally at the NFL Combine. And it's not surprising they're really good in the NFL, but I do agree with you. It's a it's a threshold, right? If you are a good athlete, that's exactly what we want to see. But we're not overdrafting great athletes. We're just crossing off bad athletes. I think that's yeah. the way to go here. You got to cross reference the the tape with the with the with the combine numbers, with the, the testing numbers here, especially more than anything else. If 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 the athleticism that you see on tape shows up in the testing and and vice versa, Correct. then you feel confident about taking the guy at whatever spot you're taking him. If there's a discrepancy there, that's when you start sweating that pick because you're like, well, that's not the guy I see on, see on tape every week. And and is that does that mean that he's learned since then and that he's gotten better, or does that mean that he just went to Exos and spent four months getting really, <laughs> really good at running a 40-yard dash. Yeah, uh, this is where I would say you also you want to cross, you know, examine the the athleticism with the college production, right? If, yes. if a player has the production and the athleticism that you want, and they both hit those thresholds, now we're talking about some fun prospects. Unfortunately, yeah. Landon, I've got a feeling uh, at the defensive tackle position, especially this year, we're yeah. not going to have very many of those guys that hit both of those uh, those markers. So it's going to be a, a rough class. Just one more quick break to tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic and they are releasing six new flavors including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your first box at builtbar.com is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What about at linebacker? Because again, this is another one where I've changed. In, in Over the last decade, I thought athleticism doesn't matter as much as long as you have the instincts and you're a really good tackler. But I think we're starting to see some of those linebackers phased out in favor of guys with speed. How important is the 40-yard dash when it comes to linebackers in today's NFL? Yeah, I think I think the ten yard is especially especially uh, valuable, uh, you know. And I, I the the twenty yard shuttle is is really valuable there as well as well as the uh, the three cone just to kind of get an idea of what kind of how these guys move. You know, I think with linebackers still it's threshold. You know, it, it, of all the positions that I think still heavily can rely on instinct and technique uh, on the defensive side of the ball, linebacker to me is still one where. If you have instincts, it can make up with a lot of, of, of make up a lot of the athleticism. Sure. If, if you're lacking there, uh, because your processor can go quicker, that can give you an extra step or two that that the maybe more athletic but less instinctual linebacker uh, would get, uh, and that gets you going in the right direction a step sooner. So I think there is something to uh, there still being uh, 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 an instinctual element that is important, but I do agree that that the. I would just say that the threshold really for linebacker athleticism has started to creep up because the athleticism on the other side of the ball has started to creep up. And you can't have a uh, you know a 6'5", 260-pound middle linebacker anymore uh, that that you know that can't cover. That's just not a guy that you can play on the on the field anymore. So um, and 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 you start to see that even the bigger guys in the league now are like. 250 245 like though that's a big huge linebacker well now. and so. that's we we're gonna have this conversation a different date but zaven collins is you know really an old school linebacker from tulsa right 6'4, 260 and despite how good he is in college i think some people are wondering okay what are you in the nfl today if you run a four six five because we're looking now look at the last couple linebackers drafted in the nfl we've seen isaiah simmons running the four three Devin White and Devin Bush ran in the four fours. We're seeing these hyper athletic, you know, speedy linebackers. And if you're a four six five guy at two sixty, what's your role in today's NFL? Yeah, I think that's a good question, and I think a lot of, I mean, I, I, that's the only thing I can come up with when I look at his tape and I look at his size and I look at his skill set, uh, is that he's probably going to come in and, and test pretty impressively because he looks like an incredible athlete for a guy his size. All right, let's go ahead and transition over to defensive backs. Corners, easily, easily the most important position for 40-yard for dash time. I can show you the list, Landon, of every cornerback since 2000 that ran a 4-6-0, 40-yard dash or worse, and there's exactly two hits out of about 200 guys that ran that time. So 40 yards are important. Uh, four six is the absolute cutoff, but what is the number that we're really looking for here at cornerback? Yeah, like four, 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 three. I mean, you, you want speed at cornerback. Cornerback is probably the one position more than anything else that athleticism is the most important. And, and all this testing is super, super, uh, you know, indicative of their of their likelihood to perform in the NFL. Um, I, I think that. Yeah, there is some skill that's required, obviously, at the position. There is other skill sets, including toughness and strength that that are required. But a lot of what you're doing is just mirroring uh, athletes who know what they're doing 
and you don't. So you have to have mm-hmm. the kind of athleticism to uh, mirror them, to keep up with them, to get behind them and then catch up with them if that's if that's the case. Uh, and so 40 time, 10 yard split, uh, three cone, uh, vertical, broad jump, all of them. I think, you know, you can take all of them and, and kind of get a good picture of what kind of athlete you're getting at the cornerback position. Uh, and then you, 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 you almost kind of, Cornerback is one of the only positions where you almost can kind of work backwards to a large degree, yeah, you know, because really you need to you need to have a threshold. And and and, and you, you know, they, there are guys out there that you can take risks at that are close to that threshold if you want. But I think you know, smart NFL teams just are going to avoid them all altogether because it's just a very low hit rate on people uh, that are playing cornerback that are unathletic. So I think for for a lot of people, they look at uh, you know the kind of consensus guys that are coming out. They check out their athleticism, and mm-hmm. then they make sure that the tape isn't just you know glaring with with uh, bad technique. Uh, and and if you have good solid technique and that kind of athleticism, even if your technique needs some development <laughs> at the yeah. next level. Yeah, uh, you're going to get taken high if you've got the requisite athleticism, the height, the weight, the speed. Uh, if, if you can have some mirroring skills, even if your hand technique, even if your footwork isn't great, you'll probably get taken in the NFL draft and someone will try to take uh, develop you into a starting corner. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it time and time again in the last decade, right? Guys that are great athletes with bad tape still get taken high because there's just not that guy. many guys that are six foot two or six foot 200 pounds that have 32 inch arms and run in the four threes. There's only so many of those humans on the earth. Yep. So teams are collecting them, hoping that they can teach them how to play cornerback. Uh, I would say the same same general philosophies apply to safeties now because most teams are, you know, cover two or cover three, and you're having at least one safety back in coverage. Those guys got to be able to run and change direction, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think that the the, the flavor of safety that you're going to play really depends on what type of athletic thresholds you're you're trying to meet, right? If you're a box sure. safety, uh, it's completely different type of uh, athletic skill set than uh, single safety high, you know, and I think if you're going into a, a large cover two, a, a lot of cover two, uh, if you're going to a system that where they run a lot of uh, split safeties, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that you need to have the same sort of athleticism that you would, that would be required of you. Right. If you are going to be playing a bunch of topper, a bunch of uh, single safety high, if you're that guy back there by themselves, if you're that guy, you need to be able to run, Four four probably under uh, to to be able to cover both hashes and get all the way across the field on either side. Or you better uh, have incredible instincts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Instincts, instincts is the other other yeah. route there, and and it's kind of that sliding scale of do they have enough instincts m- mixed with the athleticism to do the job? Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that you know it's it's not maybe quite as cut and dry as cornerback is, but athleticism is still obviously incredibly important mm-hmm. for defensive backs overall because you're reacting to what's happening in front of you, right? You're having to match these receivers on the outside. You can't have a slow corner or slow safety matched up against, you know, Calvin, or excuse me, DK Metcalf or Travis Kelsey. Uh, you, you need guys back there that have some athleticism. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope that we helped you with this pro day process. And with all these numbers, we're going to be breaking down all the pro days over the next two months. Uh, so make sure you're downloading, subscribing to the Locked On Cowboys podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason – 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.